By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to episode 77, hour number two of the Cannabis 101 podcast. It is good to be back on video again earlier this week on hour number one uh we just uh, couldn't do video it's been uh, a hellish couple of days uh, here at uh, podcast alley uh for the cannabis 101 podcast and technology technology two dean zero and uh, the game is not over yet but there is one way we like to get things started on this show first of all we'd like to tell you that it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy. You can benefit from a lot of different ways uh, with the cannabis plant. You can also just use it for recreational use, uh, for enjoyment, for pleasure. Uh, there's so much great things uh, coming out of this plant. Secondly, my name is Dean Millard. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, depending on uh, what time you are listening or watching this. And thirdly, there is one way we get things started on this program, and that's simply finding out what's your groove. <laughs> in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? Kind of grabs you by the boo-boo, don't it? Pipe in a crate. Bong in a blitz. This is great. This is the bee's knees. So when I ask what's your groove, what, what I'm asking is if you're watching this show or listening to this show and uh, you're using cannabis, let me know what it is. Maybe it's some nice CBD. You mind if I do it, Jay? You can do anything you want. Uh, whatever you're grooving with, if you are, edible, joint, pipe, bong in a crepe. Pipe in a crepe, bong in a blintz. I'd like to know. Uh, what it is. I'll share with you what I'm going to be grooving with. Uh, this is from Violet Tourist. It's the uh, Sage and Sour. Just came out uh, very recently. And so I've got it going in the uh, Supernova, my Volcano Hybrid, that uh, I bought at Nova Cannabis using their click and collect method. Really important to be using that right now, especially with COVID-19. So a sage and sour from Violet Tourist. Uh, this comes out of the Made by Group. If you trace it all the way back, it's the Burt Designs people. So there's a correlation there. Um, there's a, a sweetness that I get from this. Uh, some sour, a little bit of a, a diesel gas taste. Uh, but I get something sweet and herbal as well. It's about a 75 
percent sativa uh, from what I've read. Uh, sativa dominant high. Uh, so yeah, I enjoy it very much so far. I'll let you know how it goes as we continue on with the program. And here is what's coming down the hash pipe on this show. Uh, Colin Rogucki from Shellshock is going to join us. And, and man, I've been trying to get this interview done for a couple of days, but technical problems have prevented us. So thank you very much to him for his patience. He's the owner, a co-owner of Shellshocked. And this is a store, you know, I, I moved to the Edmonton area in 2003 and immediately started going to this store. So I, I can't wait to pick his brain. We're also going to show you some really cool Christmas ideas for the cannabis enthusiast on your Christmas list. So stay tuned for that. We'll give you some uh, great hints on some Christmas gifts. Chris Ionson, of course, is our uh, educator uh, from Nova Cannabis uh, on Jasper Ave. Use the click and collect method to grab your stuff from Chris. He's got all kinds of good selection. We're doing 24 karat gold from Strain Rec today. I think you're going to like it. Our cannabis question is about rare cultivars, and uh, we'll tell you what pairs well with cannabis, as well as our cannabis characters from a horror movie today. We'll also let you know about the Weed Weekly as we continue. But let's get things going with the program, starting off with the cannabis question. It's prize time. <laughs> Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go. So the cannabis question is, what is a rare cultivar that you have never tried before that you would like to see under the tree this year for Christmas? Something you have never tried before, but you've seen out there. For me, this is a no-brainer. I'm going with Acapulco Gold. Featured it in our 12 cultivars of Christmas. You can find that at the cannabis101podcast.ca, by the way. Wicked prize pack. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. But... This, I, I didn't even know this was a real strain. I thought Cheech and Chong had made up this and Maui Waui and others. And then doing some research, you realize how popular this was. I'd love to get my hands on some Acapulco Gold. Uh, so if Santa Cannabis is uh, coming down my chimney this year. I hope he's bringing a bowl packed with Acapulco Gold. Chime in on the cannabis question. Let us know what your rare cultivar is. Hit us up on Instagram and Facebook at the Cannabis 101 Podcast. You can get us on Twitter at the Cannabis 101, and you can email me as well, Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, Cannabis101Podcast at gmail.com. All right, as for what goes well with cannabis, that is anything that you pair well with cannabis, something you like to involve cannabis with, something that helps you uh, through cannabis, for me, it's anxiety-filled days. As I mentioned off the top, it has been a hellish uh, three or four days when it comes to technology. Uh, working on a project, my entire system, I lost something. It crashed. I had to rebuild from start. Uh, there's been a lot of swear words, a lot of frustration, and a lot of cannabis to keep me sane. Uh, so you know, not only does it 
help with my day-to-day uh, mental health and, and um, my anxiety and my PTSD and my depression that I am on a journey with. But it also helps when that extra stuff comes up, CBD as well. Uh, so anxiety-filled days is what I'm going with uh, as far as what pairs well uh, with cannabis. I'd love to hear from you uh, what you pair well with uh, cannabis. And I'd love to tell you about our great partners, uh, the OZ, David Wiley, who appears on Monday, uh, this week in Cannabis News, Malka LaBelle from the Business of Cannabis. Uh, she's with the Green Generation Company. Uh, she joins us also on Monday. Andre from Regal Cigars has been just amazing for us as far as giving us uh, Regal Cigars to give away. We will have one in the 12 cultivars of Christmas. And, of course, Stonesmiths, a local Edmonton company. You know, what's the big buzz right now? Shop local. Check out stonesmiths.ca. The slash is unbelievable. If you're a retail store, uh, you will definitely want to get this uh, in your store. There's a built-in loader, so you just grab your concentrates, uh, whether it's shatter, rosin, diamonds, throw it in there. The battery is built for winter, so you can get up and go for a walk for it. And you can find it, by the way, at Shell Shock in Edmonton. Colin's going to join us right away. Smokers Junction in Calgary and Cowboys Smoke Shop in Calgary and Vancouver. Thank you to all of our partners, and especially you, the listener, and the viewer. All right, we are going to chat with the co-owner of Shellshock when we come back. Looking forward to this conversation for sure. But until then, we've got you covered with the weed song from the artist, My Dead Dog. and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Really excited to uh, chat with uh, my next guest. It's Colin Ragutsky, the co-owner of Shellshock. And uh, Colin, I've uh, I've been a fan of your store since I moved to uh, Edmonton uh, in, the, in the Edmonton area in the early 2000s, uh, 2003 to be exact. So I've been excited to chat with you. How are you doing tonight? Doing great. Well, I appreciate all the kind words there. Yeah, no, we've been around for almost 20 years. I think we're just almost entering our 20th year. So it's it's been a fun trip. Yeah, it's uh, indeed. I can't wait to hear all about it. But uh, the question I always start off every interview with is what people did before they got into the, the cannabis space or the cannabis industry. Uh, because for most of us, this is our first, our, our, you know, we've done other things. But, you know, you've been doing this for 20 years. So was this your kind of your first uh, career job or did you do something before uh, you decided to open Shellshock? What was that like? Uh, no, like this is like my first career thing. I think I was a youngin, uh, around 25 years old when we started this. So, uh, I had a couple, I had run a convenience store for almost two years. So I kind of knew how to run like a little small business. Uh, I went to school for economics, you know, I don't know if that helped, but, uh, gave me a taste for a little bit of money and then, uh, 
but when I when I was started Shell Shock, I just uh, kind of we had just ended at some employment with another uh, another competitor or retailer who sold something similar to us, and then uh, took some time off. I was working at Northlands, uh, putting in the ice and getting flipping it over for soccer and stuff like that, and doing all the hockey stuff. But uh, then uh, yeah, we decided that uh, we'd like to sell cannabis products. Awesome. So when and why, first of all, when it comes to cannabis, did that become a part of your personal life? You know, was that something that was just, uh, you know, we talked a little bit in uh, in one hitters that'll come out later in the week. But, uh, you know, was cannabis just like a lot of us? So you, you came across it and what you love about it? Yeah, it was just something actually it was kind of like something I, I guess I became a rebel in my uh, teens and early 20s. And they ever just t- kept telling us that it was horrible. Like, you know, I, I love Miami Vice and it was they had always all these drug busts and like, yeah, I go crock and tubs, you get those <laughs> drug dealers, get, get that hash off the streets. But uh, so I tried it. And when I tried it, it wasn't what I was told. It was fun. It was good. It made things a little better. So uh, and then I uh, started, you know, had a little bit in high school and then I went back in university, revisited it. And then I was like, I was hooked. It was fun. It was just something that kind of made you know, life, you know, along with the drinking and the partying and, mm-hmm. you know, a little pot here and there. It, it, it was awesome. It was, it was a fun time. So it, it became part of my life. And then once I was done with university, it was just like when the business opportunity came to kind of get into this business, it was like, wow, I can do something that I love. And here we are. <laughs> So what was the, the kind of the reason, um, you know, what was, or, and, and when, so, you know, you're, you're kind of out of college, uh, you'd worked a little bit. When and what was the reason where you said, let's open our first store, let's do this? Uh, well, me and uh, I, the, per, I, the person I opened up with, uh, we lived across from each other, we worked together, and then it was like, wow, why don't we open a store, like, we like what we're doing, and why don't we open a store that we want, we want to go to? And so more people would come and see our kind of vision. And then it was, you know, we started probably with five bongs on the shelf and like not very much and it's, it's grown, but it was just some, the reasoning was uh, I, I want to make something that you want to go to. And we wanted to, I wanted to do something that, you know, that there was a place because I, all the people we see it, it, it's, it's awesome. It, the fun part of it was all the smiles and when I like, to make people happy. And back then it was a little harder and it's getting, uh, you know, a lot more open now, but uh, I I think it was a great choice. Yeah, it was, it, uh, it was certainly different uh, way back then. You know, it's amazing to see how far we've come in, in, in the space of uh, the time that you've been open. But at that time, you know, how many head shops were there? Uh, Were were they common uh, in, in Edmonton? I think there were two that I, uh, that I could, probably that I knew of that were the main ones. Uh, then we opened, yeah, we've been the third. There might've been a couple of small kind of like, but they were almost hidden like that. You know, when I bought my first pipe off someone, I, you know, almost like you had to go in, give them the wink and they'd, they'd kind of point over there and they'd pull out this box and there'd be like some pipes in it. That was my first pipe buying experience. Like, yeah, they're just, you know, you didn't have it over the counter. Uh, so uh, it, it was different back then. So yeah, there was just a couple of us and Hey, now I'd say there's hundreds. <laughs> Yeah, indeed, it's uh, it's balloons. So, you open the first store. Can you take us through the timeline of the three stores and you know their locations? Have they always been in the the same spot? So, take us through kind of store one where that was, and then how you ended up with store three. Well, we started our our first store was uh, White Ave. Uh, that was the back then. It was the cool place to be. You wanted to be there. It had a good culture area. It still is. 
Uh, so we got in there and uh, so that was 2001. It was like almost, it was a month after 9-11. It was a scary time. We we're like, oh my God, are we going to do this? And yeah, we started small, which I don't think you could do nowadays with all the competition and stuff like that. And then we slowly built up. Uh, after that, we were like, uh, you know, there was an opportunity. 2003, uh, we decided to open up a little more south. So we opened up our Whiteman Crossing uh, area. It's like 4211 106th Street, uh, just a little south of Southgate, uh, a little, little strip mall there. But uh, opened that one, and that one's been going strong. Actually, everyone loves that one because that one's got parking. That was the thing mm -hmm. about White Ave, not much parking. Then uh, 2005, we opened up our third store. It was originally on uh, 117th and Jasper. So we were there for about five years, and then we've moved to our current location on 102nd and 124th Street. So I think we've been here, yeah, almost yeah, just a little over 10 years for, yeah, nine years going on to our 10th. Mm. And, uh, yeah. No, go ahead. No, and then uh, we'll see how things go. You know, we got our online presence and we do a lot of stuff on that. And maybe we'll try to open up some other stores as yeah. things go on. Indeed, shellshock420.com is uh, the website to check out. Uh, that that White Ave store is, you know, it's kind of like the flagship, right? Like when I moved to Edmonton, I, I lived just off of uh, White Ave, and, and I frequented there uh, quite a bit. And, you know, it's it's interesting. Back then, too, you know, I was I was doing sports for global television, and I would, uh, you know, go in there with my suit, buy my pipe or some papers or whatever, and, and I would look around a little bit before I would go in and... and I was never ashamed of my cannabis use, but it just wasn't legal, and and I had a, a job at a television station. So it's it's funny how times change. Uh, and then as years went on, I you know stopped uh, worrying and things like that. But uh, it's interesting about that time. Like, what was it like opening that first shell shock? You mentioned it was right right around nine eleven. You know, what was it like as far as you know? Uh, good and bad publicity or attention because as I said you know back then people were kind of looking around or you did the wink or things like that when you w went into different kind of head shops yeah it was uh, it, it was a little harder like uh, when we first had to when we signed our first lease we had to sign a drug and alcohol or a, like a drug kind of policy into it that we wouldn't smoke or do all this because people would look at you and as soon as they smell pot they'd always assume it was us and for most of the time it was always someone else but you know you'd have to people would always think it was you but slowly but surely, we uh, we kind of knocked our way in. Like before legalization, like you know, we were one of the first kind of head shots. We were on, we you know, we advertise on radio. We had bus ads, you know, or no, we had like bus sign ads. Uh, we've done, we tried doing TV, but that uh, that didn't work. But uh, you know, all these things, and and, and eventually, uh, you know, after years or kind of things, you know, it, it became easier and easier. So uh, up until like you know. Legalization kind of changed that. They put a whole bunch of new rules in, so it's harder to advertise and be out there. But you know, the stigma's gone, so it's uh, you know, it makes it so much easier to talk. And actually, yeah, right now it's so much easier to talk about pot. Yeah, no more tomato pot. <laughs> you know, I, I uh, I'd imagine um, you know, pre-legalization, people would come into your store thinking that they could buy pot, uh, thinking that it was like a, a you know, because I remember uh, go, being in there buying a pipe and, you know, somebody would come in and say, do you guys sell pot? And it was like the, the person behind the counter was like, oh, my, we get this question so often, it seemed like, because that uh, people, I think that's what they thought. Did you ever think, like, was there a point where you didn't think legalization was going to happen? I didn't want to believe it until it actually happened. Because yeah. there's always... It, 
for a while there would always be that something would come up, a scandal. They're like, oh, let's legalize weed. That'd distract them. And then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> they would pull off the thing and pass out. New, new, someone else would be elected. Then like suddenly scope, okay, let's legalize weed. And then they'd, uh, yeah, then they'd kind of forget what the other problem was. But uh, then it finally did happen. But, uh, you know, and it's a slow process. It's, you know, it's no, nothing's ever perfect, especially, you know, with government stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, it's moving along, right? So you can't complain. Yeah, at least we have the ability to go to a store, buy a joint, come home, smoke it without your neighbor calling the police and the amount of research that's being done into this plant for, for medical reasons. Um, you know, I as, as much as there's things that I have a problem with with the Cannabis Act, I'm just glad that there is a Cannabis Act and we can legally in, enjoy it. Was there was there ever a time where you guys thought, oh, when, when it's legal, we'll just start, you know, selling it like everybody else? Like, I, I don't think a lot of people thought it would be as difficult as it is to get into the retail space. But did you ever have those aspirations? Yeah, we've, we, we still do. Uh, but, yeah, like with the different regulations, it's kind of already they kind of made it a big man's game. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, we uh, you need lots of lots of money, most people that I talk to. But. Also, I, I, I couldn't, they burned, when I listened to how much money they burned through and what they're doing and how bad they're doing, I guess there was that story today I read about Mark Messier got burned on a cannabis deal. Hmm. And it was, uh, so you're like, okay, he lost half a million dollars. And these guys, like, it was all, everyone had a whole bunch of dreams and aspirations, but I don't think everyone knew what they're doing. So, that, yeah, that's the kind of the saddest part, too. There's a lot of people in the industry now who have absolutely no idea what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of got in because they have money. And all the people that, like our culture are the last 50 years, like the old timers, the guys who've been growing all that are kind of in shutout or their stuff is just being stolen from them. And, you know, they're just kind of left in the way, like, you know, as a forgotten kind of footnote when it wasn't legal for a while. Yeah. And I'm, I'm thinking, and I'm hoping that the, the, that sort of, uh, you know, Pete, that group in the industry will be pardon the pun kind of weeded out as it goes, just like we're, we're going to learn a lot more about how to run legal cannabis. Uh, you know, we're two years in, I think the people that got in for that quick buck are realizing it's not there and you're going to have to put in a lot of time and the people with passion are going to get in and, and it's, I think it's going to, work itself out at least that's the 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 optimi- optimist in me uh, that, that i see oh yeah but- i think it's totally that's totally true and i think yeah give it this first five years is kind of mm-hmm. a, well, i don't know wild west and other people who thought they'd make a ton of money and i and we have seen it before like when i when we'd go to the states and deal with a lot of people in the u.s that's kind of their green rush mm-hmm. people ended up putting in a lot more effort than it's worth and they eventually figured out that I might as well go do something else for my effort I'm doing. This is not this wonder thing that you're supposed to, you know, that you're going to make tons of money off because, mm-hmm. you know, weed's not something that, you know, you can cut a lot of corners and sell a crappy product. You'll get called on it. So you need to do it right. Indeed. Uh, what about the customer that you've seen over your time at, at with Shellshock? Uh, you know, have you seen a more diverse customer coming in than, you know, we have the typical story, you know, we got Cheech and Chong, we talked about Otto, the school bus driver on one hitters and, you know, media has had, you know, and, and I love the movies. I, I love uh, the, the, the stereotype, but I do realize there are successful stoners out there. I'm, I consider myself one of them. So, how much have you seen that customer change over the years, and particularly now a couple of years into legalization? Uh, well, basically, Shellshock, we've always had a really great, diverse kind of customer base. Like, like we've always, I, I think our customers, like, even before they kind of change all the rules and stuff, like, we probably sell to people if they were mature enough, like 16 to 
to a hundred. It was, uh, and we had, you know, guys, girls, uh, and almost everyone, the biggest thing I really, like, they all had jobs that, you know, that terror, you know, that untypical stoner kind of stereotype. They were, they all worked. They all had good jobs. They all had money. They, they could buy their toys. They enjoyed it. And, uh, they were there. They, it could have been the mother. We had lots of families would come in. Like there'd be a mom with her, you know, 17 year old kid. And then her mom would be with them and they'd all come in. They could all buy a pipe. And that, and I was like, you know, I've, after 20 years, it's, it's really cool that people come in like, man, you, you sold my, me my first pipe. And this guy looks like he's in his thirties. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that could be me. That probably is me. <laughs> so, you know, the, the customer base and everyone is, it's been a great experience. I'd say there's less than 1% of the people who are like, like treat us badly or leave us with a bad experience. And we try to give them the same experience. And so we get a great group. Cause like, it's, it's so fun to teach someone who's, maybe in their fifties, how to, how to use a bong for the first time, or, you know, like, you know, rolling, like here, watch this video with us. And we're going to watch how you roll a joint with this rolling machine. Like, you know, I use all these and, and you know, different papers and giving advice on things. And it's just, uh, and it's from it's everyone and they give us advice back. So, you know, there's they product test, they tell you things to bring in and it, it makes it, it makes it great. And there's a great interaction so that the customer, it's always been very diverse at Shell Shock, and I, and now it's just even better because now they can talk weed, like yeah. openly, and they don't and they don't feel like they got to use codes or anything like that, or no one feels uncomfortable. So that's even better, and we get this kind of you know the more silent and the, the over 40, 50 who've lived with like harsh kind of things, they come in and they just want to talk, and that's great, and they got mm. lots of great knowledge. They want to talk about weed and things like that. And then they can give us some knowledge and then we give them all the new stuff that's out there. And we have this great relationship because, you know, we've got to, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of different people out there. Do you find, uh, you know, I, I just love it that people are more open. You know, we don't have to whisper that we're going to go smoke a joint. We can just say, hey, we're going to go burn one here. And, you know, it's no different than meet me for a beer or whatever. So I, I love that. And, and and that's how I think we get rid of the stigma is by just normalizing, uh, you know, weeds or cannabis or whatever it is that you want to call it. Do you find the stigma is lessening? I think so. It, it's kind of like it's been two years legalization like the floor didn't fall out and you don't see there's not a whole bunch of people doing growing 50 plants in their house uh you know smoking out their neighbors things like that so i, I think we've proven which i always thought that we could be responsible with this and people can smoke weed like we always have uh people just didn't know it we were really secret most people there was there is a huge population of people before legalization that smoked and no one, no one knew or was any of the wiser. So, uh, you know, it, we've done it. I think we've got done a good job about lessening the stigma about it. And, uh, and it's easier. Like, you know, my parents, older people, people in my neighborhood, they're like, you know, I don't like, Oh, I sell cannabis products. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, they're like, Oh, you sell cannabis products. Yeah. They want advice and they're more open and, People like that. I've given so many recommendations to people that you would have never think of. It's so and so's dad, or you know, uh, help someone. You know, I had some medical patients help someone. Probably gain them a couple of years, but this person was a old farmer in his seventies. You'd never think that he'd be taking CBD oil. <laughs> yeah, you know, the fastest growing demographic in the uh, as the cannabis 
consumer is seniors right now and that's the uh, that's that's amazing i love that and uh, you know every time i go into a store uh, i bet you one out of five times i've i've seen uh, you know an, an elderly couple or an elderly man or woman in there and it's a, it's a joy to see it because there is so much relief that people uh, can get from uh, from this plant okay we're going to get into some cool products in a second but first i have to ask you what is your all-time favorite product that you've sold. I know that might be tough, but is there one that stands out among others? I'll t- there is this, so there's an artist, his name is Buck. He does, uh, I don't know if you know Dan Blitzerian or some of the mm-hmm. internet guys. Yep. So yeah, Dan Blitzerian, he's got a little piece from when he wakes up. He's like, some Xanax and some whiskey, and I woke up and this showed up the next day. But he's also got like, I think a quarter million dollars like chandelier in his house. So uh, uh, we we met him at some of these glass shows, so we bought one of his turtles. It, it ended up retailing for about twelve thousand uh, dollars. We had it in the store for maybe six months before someone flew in from Toronto, basically picked it up, took it back to Toronto. Uh, it, it was great. It was it, it was this awesome sculpture, and like it was funny. Like it came, he the artist built this wood box, threw it in some packing turds, didn't even wrap wrapped the sculpture in, in like plastic bag and just sent it. And I'm like, Oh my God, I don't know how it got here without breaking. But at the end of the day, it was, uh, yeah, that was probably the most expensive thing I've sold. And, uh, it, it was, you know, it was a cool experience and to sell some of the nice art like that, you know, that we've carried some of these people or have these connections to get this stuff is it's awesome. And that's my, probably my favorite thing I've ever sold. Yeah. That is a very, very cool, uh, story okay so we're going to take a look at some let's start with stocking stuff first because i think most people uh, open their stockings uh, first so i've got cheech and chong hanging on behind me in bobbleheads uh, you've got uh, some cheech and chong here on the screen so take me through uh, what some of this stuff is and, and why you think these make good stocking stuffers uh well those are the good luck socks there's just some nice socks that uh we've got the cheech and chong ones are a great little some for something maybe someone doesn't want to you know wear a big shirt that says they smoke weed, but socks are always cool. You know, you're always wearing those. So uh, they come in a couple different styles. Like this is the Chichi Chong ones. Uh, you can see that on the bottom left there, that's the weed smoking a human. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of a thing. And there's some uh, pizza ones. There's a couple of Rick and Morty themed ones. So it's some nice socks or a great little stocking stuffer or for a kid to his dad or anything like that. So also, uh, you know, then uh, right beside that, you've got then just all the pipes. Uh, a pipe is always a great little uh, little gift for someone, or you can smoke it out on your balcony, do something like that, or, you know, all, we've got all these art ones. I'd say about 90% of our pipes at Shellshock are artist-made. Uh, we don't mm. usually get a lot of uh, uh, production pieces or things like that. Uh, most of these are coming from people who are blowing these directly. And, and in Canada, I, Canada and we got some US blowers like Chameleon who does all those character pipes and stuff like that. So, and they, you know, they do a great job. We like to, you know, and each one is kind of unique. So uh, it just helps kind of add to your collection. And uh, as someone who has probably about 40 pipes, uh, you can never have too many. I agree with you. I collect them. I love them. Uh, I think they make uh, some of them are great art pieces uh, while you're not using them. So I wholeheartedly think a pipe in a stocking is uh, a wonderful idea. Uh, we've got uh, some more stocking stuffer ideas. And um, I don't know, tell us, uh, tell us what we're looking at here and what some of these things that you like here. 
Well, the bottom here is all the incense, uh, you know, if you live in an apartment, things like that. Uh, you know, I, I like to smell weed, but I guess I don't like to smell it all the time. So, mm -hmm. you know, there's we got candles, uh, different air fresheners, uh, the incense is good, or people just love their incense. So, yeah, we have a huge selection of that. Uh, and then we move on, uh, trays. Tray, rolling trays are like, everyone needs one. If you don't have yeah. a rolling tray, I don't know why you, uh, you know, why you don't. Because <laughs> uh, once you have one, you realize that, you, you know, your weed won't get all into your table, all over the place. You save it. You know, after about five joints, you probably get a free joint out of that, yeah. all the stuff that would have fallen out. So we got uh, tons of trays. I think uh, this is just our white white crossing one here. But I probably carry at any one point anywhere from 30 to 50 trays. So. Uh, we just got some new raw ones in today. Uh, we just we had these Rick and Morty magnet covers, so they're always they're always good. So uh, come on by, check those out. Also, in the next picture, that's uh, some of our air freshener stuff and things like that. But we got these uh, high times framed high times. So uh, oh. we had a we'd been collecting them for a while, and they just been kind of sitting in the office. So uh, my partner decided that we just frame them and put out some of the classic high times from probably. From when we opened 2001 to probably 2015. So, you know, there's those sweet ones here. There's like, there's, that's a Cheech and Chong. We have some cool glass blower ones, like some of the, like watermelon, like watermelon, like the famous Wreck Beach kind of edible yeah. seller. Like she did a lot of modeling and all those, like they'll be in all these classic kind of high times. So come check them out. We got a bunch for sale. I think they're like $30. Uh, in that thing, we were doing a advent calendar this year, so uh, yes. we still still have a couple left. If you, you can always either open them really quick or uh, <laughs> maybe maybe do it during January while you're locked down. So uh, and then uh, smoke buddies, uh, some scented, some good uh, smoke odor candles. Like I smoke odor candles, I got one burning behind me right now. Like it totally eats the smell. Like it doesn't get rid of it when you're smoking, but you you leave, you come back, your house doesn't smell like weed anymore. Smell mm -hmm. the candles. So that's always great. And then uh, silicone pipes, because silicone is replacing kind of metal and stuff like that as a good durable pipe from bongs to pipes to uh, nectar collectors. Like silicone is kind of where it's at. And these are the new ones with the kind of attached lids. So you don't lose that because you're a stoner. That's right. Yeah, because we do lose <laughs> things all the time. Yeah. S silicone, you're right. Uh, it is becoming more and more popular. Yeah, and then uh, just other things too, like one of our things, like usually at, when we do uh, shows and conventions and stuff, we bring our mystery boxes. So uh, I don't have them here, but uh, we've been doing, uh, we got three, we got five categories, bong, pipe, uh, dabs, rolling, and super stoner, and three price ranges, uh, 24 20 then you get about double the value in the box. So you just don't get to know what's in the box, but mm. uh, they're great gift ideas. So, uh, you know, something simple. If you've got someone, uh, donor, the 2420 works really good. But if you, uh, most uh, 44s were like, you know, the nice glass bombs and rigs kind of start. So, uh, you know, it's always, that's a great option. Has a lot of stuff. Like uh, the rolling one has always, like we were just looking, someone bought one today, had like a Santa Cruz grinder. I'm like, that grinder wow. alone is, 65 bucks and i'm like ah 44 20 well surprise <laughs> <laughs> no doubt and... so, so you get something good like that so that's that's always a that's always a really good one so all right let's move on to some uh you know some actual presence under the tree so we've moved beyond the stockings and you know this is where you can get some stuff that they're going to unwrap and, and we're taking a look at uh your bong wall is that where is this bong wall located uh, this is uh white McCrossing. so okay. uh this is, uh, it was fully stocked. We've got some nice gear stuff in, but, uh, yeah, there's a bong for everyone. Like usually start like a good, nice, good 
around uh, $50 uh, and then they kind of go up. I think this whole wall here, I think the most expensive one there might be 250, but these are their max out at around 200, but a bong, like honestly, if someone's giving me a bong, I, I, I almost smoke it. I don't care what it looks like. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, there's one with perks. We got beaker bases, straight bases. Like uh, we're fully stocked. I think we just got a couple orders in. So uh, yeah, it'd be good to come check it out. And then uh, for the, then kind of beside that is the kind of the storage containers because mm -hmm. uh, the Crypt Keeper. Crypt Keeper is a nice little uh, uh, like airtight thing that you can cure your buds with or keep your buds. It's also got a hygrometer on it, so you don't have to keep popping it open or you know exactly what your uh, like mm. what your moisture level is at. And then beside that is kind of the more classic sea vault, the silver ones there, and that's basically they just seal down. Usually throw in some of these humidor pack, uh, humidifier pack or humidor packs, which are you know, if you don't have one, you should probably get one. They're like a great stocking stuff where they'll keep your mm -hmm. weeds uh, nice and, you know, nice at about 62 62% uh, humidity. So it keeps it good. And so it's not drying out because, like, I don't know, if you've lived in Edmonton right now, it's the driest it can be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's not. Uh, it's it's not fun. And dry weed is is not fun. You know, when uh, when you when you get your uh, product uh, in, in, you know, maybe you're trying to make it last, um, you know, you, you need to keep it in good shape because uh, I don't know, I, I get really frustrated with uh, with dry herb. Uh, OK, this what what do we got going beside it? Is that the same picture? Did I put it in the same picture twice? I think. Uh, okay. No, it's actually got some other ones. So this okay, is uh, the mouse beef. Uh, the mouse yeah. beef is actually one of the hottest things going right now. So it is, at first I thought it was just a little thing. It'd be a great COVID thing. It's a silicone top that you could just put on a bong. So if you're sharing, uh, then you just kind of keep your own. But actually it's got a carbon filter in it. So as you're inhaling, like I've been talking to a lot of customers, they're loving this. Like, And you inhale it, the smoke goes through the carbon filter before it gets to you and it cleans it up a little extra. And it, they're, they're saying like for people who find, you know, cough or, find a little harsh on the bongs like that totally cleans it up so yeah we've been selling a lot of them they've been really popular uh and just great feedback on them and i think they're only like 15 bucks and then uh you can buy like the replacement filters you some people are saying you get about 20 to 40 kind of hits per carbon filter so it kind of depends on what your tolerance is before it kind of gets mm. to, you know gets too big but yeah I, it's a definite recommend if you get a chance it's you know it's 15 dollar item you should give it a try i haven't heard anyone who hasn't been happy with it yet. Yeah, I would then love the, to check that out. I love the Smojos too, man. I think that is awesome. Yeah, the Smojos are just uh, new things that people like, you know, they like to put screens in their glass pipes, but putting a metal screen in there scores the, you know, usually the ones that will score the glass. Eventually, it'll cause it to crack. So uh, Smojo is a, is a sta surgical stainless steel, so it shouldn't affect the glass. And you pop it in, uh, usually the one hole, because most glass bowls just have the one hole, and it just has a little clip in it that uh, makes it stick there and it doesn't fall out because that was also another complaint uh, with screens and glass pipes. Yes. You just lose them all the time. Like I do it all the time. You'd have it in there, you'd clean it out, tap it in the ashtray, smoke another bowl, then clean the ashtray. Yeah. And a week later, you're like, oh, didn't I have a, didn't I have a screen, man? Yeah. Like, oh yeah, it was in the ashtray, which I threw out. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, so that's great. Uh, and then, uh, so that, 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 that's a great little, uh, little add on for people. And I then totally the total poker. <laughs> I don't know. Do I have my? Oh yeah, the Toker Poker. I, I rediscovered this, so it's uh. Oh, let's see. Get this here. There you go. So it it's got this little uh poker to clean your bowl, and it's got this little tamper to kind of pack your bowl, and then it holds your lighter. So it's just got all the things you need when you're smoking a bong. 
because you know I'm able to kind of keep my keep my bowl nice and fresh and yeah. uh, got all the tools I need. All so in one. That, yeah, and that's the glow in the dark ones we just got in. So uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, we're all stoners. You can find them in the dark. Very cool. Uh, I love that uh, all-in-one tool, uh, and you know, I I oftentimes uh, turn all the lights off when I'm hitting the bong for sure. So, for uh, a little bit larger, now we're moving up uh, into some things, and you've got some cool vapes here. Yeah, this is uh, kind of the more higher-end vapes, or the ones that you're gonna, if you want to treat yourself, these are the ones you're gonna get. So, uh, we got off the, the IQ two. It's one of our uh, premium vapes. It's 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 awesome. It's got a zirconium kind of lining to it, uh, digital display, kind of a digital kind of light display on it, and uh, ten year warranty. Uh, it's a great device. You just come and talk to us about it, just like all these ones. And because like right beside it is it's kind of they kind of fight it out as the Pax Three, uh, mm. another nice little vaporizer. Uh, you know, great machines, ten year warranty. Uh, you know, it's got uh, you know basically you just got to replace some screens here and there. But I guess uh, with a lot of these, uh, you know, I don't get a lot of feedback back on them. That means they're actually working good. So mm-hmm. you know, they they they're great and they're all backed by their pretty good, really good service things. And if there's any problems, we take care of it. Uh, and then behind that is the the granddaddy of the mall, the volcano. Uh, this year was their 20th anniversary, so they came out with a 24 karat gold uh, weighted volcano. So that uh, that's that's the kind of their high end one. But they have the class. If that's you know a little too class, a little too uh, fancy for you, then I think uh, we also have the digital, the hybrid, and a classic volcano. Uh, mm. And above it, right there, are uh, is the the mighty is directly above it. That's their kind of bigger portable handheld one. And then the kind of beside it is the crafty, which is a smaller version of the mighty, but still packs the same punch. And so uh, stores and Bickle has always been known for doing these awesome kind of products. And uh, they, they keep coming out with these ones and like the mighty, once again, people just come in, they do the research, they come in, they're like, I want a mighty. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Give it to them. They don't want, they've done all their research and they're like, this is the best. And I have a couple friends and people who come in, they still got to buy some, uh, accessories and stuff but they're like yeah by far one of the best vaporizers out there yeah i have uh, actually the i have the uh, classic uh, the 20th anniversary uh, gold plated uh, volcano oh and I have, I have a hybrid <laughs> i have a hybrid as well actually i, I have two of them and on uh, this episode coming up a, a little bit later in the show we did uh, a cultivar called 24 karat gold um, and, uh, that's from strain wreck. And I double bagged it on this episode. Actually, I filled up both bags at once. So when you watch this a little bit later, you'll be able to see the dueling bags of the dueling volcanoes. I absolutely love them. I, I, the, the, it's, you know, high end, um, construction on these things and they work like a charm. So if there is somebody really special on your list, that is definitely an item for them. Uh, you know, it's, it's great workmanship. Oh yeah, by far. Like I've had mine. Like I had an original, like from 2003. Then I upgraded to a digital. Like I still have it. Still works great. We had a customer who had bought. I'm pretty sure our second one we ever sold. And they, after they sent it back, uh, probably a couple of years ago, the company was just like, "Your your machine is so old. Most of us have not seen something like this." <laughs> so they like for 200 bucks uh, US, they like, "Okay, we're gonna upgrade you. Like you can just get a refurbished one, and we'll hook you up." And he's yeah, like, "All right, right. perfect." Yeah, that was great that was good like because yeah they had a, they had a great I've, I've sent mine back a couple times they got a fix it place in california mm-hmm. uh and it works great indeed all right so and then, we... and then also right there beside it is the puffco peak kind of like yes. probably one of the best uh best 
like e oil rigs uh it works great and actually just got word uh today that we should have they, got, they came up with a new one the puffco pro uh we should have some in hopefully next week we got that or we you know some of our other suppliers said so in the next couple of weeks the new upgraded puffco pro should be uh arriving and we'll be ready to sell it but right now we have the we have there's nothing wrong with the original and it still works great so uh you know i've got one yeah, I got one back here too. So yeah, it's uh, it's a great machine. Nice. Uh, I I know uh, you guys also uh, you guys have these too as well, right? The slash. Uh, you guys got slash, those going yeah. on. Just yeah, that's one of my favorite pens. That's the one actually I keep in my car. I've been I've been testing it for uh, seems like for a while. <laughs> still working great. Still on my original uh, atomizer. So uh, it's a great it's a great machine. So uh, if you're looking for a good pen. Uh, I, I think it, it, it does, it meets all the thing. And like, you know, some mm -hmm. people just want to go with a little less with a Yocan and stuff, but like, you know, if you can get, if you want to spend on something that's a little more quality and get it done and great, I, I find I get the great, great hoots. I'm not, not much of a pen person. I like, I guess it's just my bong experience. I like those big fat hoots. So. Mm -hmm. Well, speaking of bongs, uh, you've got some right here that, uh, we're, we're displaying as well. And this, are these silicone? Yeah, these are the silicone ones. So uh, it's kind of the new kind of thing. Like they've kind of replaced what acrylic used to be because they mm. were kind of brittle and plastic. But these now can, you know, they can take a drop. They could do that. Uh, the bigger beaker ones come apart for cleaning. Uh, they're really easy to take care of. Like usually if they get dirty, I just toss them in like a little bit of water, uh, wish it around, throw it in the freezer. Uh, that goes with the pipes. And then it basically everything just kind of cracks off and you're able to just kind of squish all the all the resins off and it's a it's really easy to take care of and it, it it doesn't you know it won't you can't break it like i have a cup i have one here i've got a couple like i i love glass but sometimes you just gotta take a silicone bong when you go out camping it just mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't do the thing or if you're clumsy like you know how many people have broken three or four pieces and it's like oh well get one of these be the last one you buy yeah well exactly. you might buy one after a while once it gets like get a little dirty after a while but hey yeah. At least you won't break it. What do you got with the wood pieces going on over here? Uh, those are the dugouts. So, uh, you know, the one hitters. Uh, mm. So these are the classic ones. These are the riots. These are a really well-made one. Like, especially in Edmonton, uh, if you get wood that isn't sealed right or stuff, it will crack. It does bend. It works. It does like that. What happened with these uh, riots, they also usually come with a matching, like, smoking stick. And they have a, a little magnet in there, so they have a little poker. So you can always clean your clean your one hitter and it makes it makes it really easy to take care of because like some people used to have it on the side and it's always get stuck after you cleaned it one time you stick it back in with the resin on it and like yeah. wow that was the last time i saw that tool <laughs> <laughs> exactly all right let's uh let's take a look at uh, some of these things like uh you know these these are some really cool things uh, i can't wait for you to tell me about this nintendo but what do we got going here for some uh, presents under the tree this year from shellshock yeah, so these are kind of more of a treat yourself. These are the more uh, kind of the higher end uh, kind of things. But yeah, we've got the Pulsar Axial E-Nail there. So, uh, you know, if you like to do your dabs and you want a constant temperature and you don't want to keep, you know, that's, I eventually switched before I went to the, before I went to the, to the Puffco Peak, I, uh, I, I had an E-Nail and it was like, cause like I, I kept buying, I'd go through a case of butane every mm. kind of month or so. You're like, Starting to feel like I got an addiction here. It's <laughs> throwing out butane cans all the time. It's like, no, 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 just, just, just lighting a lot of lighters. But uh, so, like, you know, you're torching a lot, you're using a lot with your the quartz bangers and stuff. So, yeah, an mm -hmm. ENL is a good kind of deal. It'll save you in the long run. And you get, you know, you can do cold, 
you can do like you can dial in the temperature, you can kind of hit it, uh, get those terpenes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So then beside it, uh, we've got actually, uh, we, this is a converted Nintendo into an email. So it's a fully functioning Nintendo NES. So it's got Duck Hunt and uh, you can do your dabs on it. So uh, yeah, wow. and it's, uh, and uh, there we got the piece. It's a Lee machine Yoshi. So uh, it's like one of those heady pieces that uh, does it. But yeah, I've got a, I got an N64. I've, uh, I always play a little, a uh, little Super Mario and stuff like that. And my business partner has an Atari 2600. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I uh, got a little Miss Pac-Man and things like that, but yeah, we have. I think we also have a, 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 a Sega Saturn in there somewhere. So. That's so cool! Fully functioning Nintendo, and uh, do some dab rips while you're playing Duck Hunt. Yeah, and that duck. Yeah. when that dog starts laughing at you, you'll be at least giggling <laughs> with him, right? That's right. You'll you'll know his pain. You're like, all right, I got this. <laughs> all right, and what do you got uh, on the right hand side here? And so these are uh, these are just some uh, heady pieces. So yeah, these are some of our artist collection. The one on the left there is a Mako piece. He like does these eyeballs and things like that, which are quite uh, quite fancy. Uh, the red one in the middle is by an artist called Nerve. Uh, he's kind of switched. Doesn't do a lot of uh, things like that. He does a lot more cartoon characters now. So uh, mm -hmm. that's one of his kind of earlier pieces. But the colors really comes with a dish and stuff like that. And then beside that is a Bertoni turtle. Uh, he's also another really great artist out of Colorado. Uh, and sometimes, yeah, find some of his art, spend a lot of money, but it's a collaboration bubbler with uh, Stoke Glass. And so, uh, yeah, these are just some of the nice fancy pieces we have at our Whitman Crossing store. Awesome stuff, uh, Colin. This has been a lot of fun. Uh, let's wrap up with this question. We're two years and a bit into legalization. What do you think is the next big thing? You know, we, we've kind of seen levels of where we just had flour and oil and then we've got edibles and concentrates and drinks and, you know, um, and, 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 and maybe more. Maybe there's uh, tourism. Maybe there's restaurants. I'm not sure. But what do you think is the big thing in cannabis to come? Well, I'm thinking like I, I don't know about like, yeah, different uh, products and stuff, but I think, I think it's going to be lounges. I think once they let us all congregate, like they we've kind of shown them that we're not we're not going to overthrow the government like the world is not going to collapse but let us get together like i don't know like when i go to conventions or like when i said when i was in amsterdam and things like that being able to go to a place and smoke weed and just talk to well talk to strangers well you know in the next nine months or something mm -hmm. like that but uh it was so fun just to and, and people like and we meet so many people like through the store and stuff and do like like it, to listen to other people just talk about their cannabis experiences, like uh, from their first time getting high to doing that. And it's such a fun, such a fun journey. And there's so many people out there that I haven't talked to. So I think that'd be great. Like other than, you know, the people that you would just, you let into your inner circle. Yeah. And now if we had lounges, uh, like, you know, I'd, I'd been to the hot box cafe in Toronto a couple of times and things like that. And I, it was great. Like, you, you know, you get to meet a couple of people, you see some things, but I guess in Edmonton, we never had that. And it's, it's due. And I think it'll be a great, great thing. Right? But well, we'll see how the regulation goes though. Well, it would also be a great economic impact uh, because it would be creating jobs and it would giving people a place to go spend their money. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't like to drink alcohol, but still like to socialize and maybe cannabis is their thing. And, and that would be great uh, on, on all fronts. So I'm with you, man. I hope it happens. I really, really uh, hope that one day we can go and sit down and uh, share an indoor joint or a vape or a drink or a meal or something together with cannabis. 
uh, in it. Uh, Colin, this has been fun. I'm really glad, uh, you know, you were the first uh, head shop I went into when I moved to Edmonton. I've been a loyal customer for a long time. So thanks so much for joining me on the program. Have yourself a great Christmas and uh, all the best in 2021. It can't be worse than 2020. That's right. Well, I appreciate it all. Dean. It was, uh, it was a great experience being on this. So yeah, uh, come see us at the stores or come see us online at uh, shellshocksportoy.com. But uh, this is awesome. I appreciate it. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. That was a lot of fun and uh, something I've wanted to do for a long time. Check out, by the way, One Hitters later this week featuring Colin as we get to know his cannabis history. You can find it and full episodes at www.cannabis101podcast.ca where you can subscribe to the Weed Weekly, qualify for our Friday giveaway, and check out the 12 cultivars of Christmas. Uh, so one hitters with Colin a little bit later on in the week. Uh, you, uh, I think you'll re- really enjoy that uh, quite a bit, if I don't so, say so myself. All right, let's get into our cannabis character. You got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Time now for Cannabis Characters. Dopest dope I've ever smoked. Celebrating the best from fictional 420 film. Hey, I am your stoner. <laughs> and beyond. Heavy girl with that, man. Uh, is it heavy stuff, man? Okay, so today on our cannabis character, I know it's uh, December and Christmas season, but uh, we're going in a different direction. Marty Mikulski, a.k.a. Marty the Stoner, uh, played by Fran Kranz from Cabin in the Woods. Uh, If you've seen this movie, you know there's a lot going on in this movie, including Marty the Stoner, who makes a great entrance. And, uh, of course, the hero, uh, Chris uh, Hemsworth, uh, this character is not a, a big fan of uh, the herb at all. He's probably very straight-laced, uh, comes from a political family, whatever it might be. Anyway, Marty provides quite a bit of comic relief throughout this movie, including his entrance. People in this town drive in a very counterintuitive manner. That's what I have to say. Do you want to spend the weekend in jail? Because we'd all like to check out my cousin's country home. Marty, honey, that's not okay. Statistical fact. Cops will never pull over a man with a huge bong in his car. Why? They fear this man. They know he sees farther than they. And he will bind them with ancient logics. Have you gone gray? You're not bringing that thing in the rambler. A giant bomb in your father's van? What are you, stoned? All right, so uh, Marty was definitely stoned in uh, that situation, that's for sure. Uh, it was awesome. Uh, uh, a coffee mug that, or a bong that uh, collapses into a coffee mug. Pretty cool stuff. 
What isn't cool is that Marty's cannabis was laced in this movie. Now, this has, like I said, a lot of stuff going on in this movie, including a pothead, Marty Mikulski, a.k.a. Marty the Stoner, played by Fran Kranz from Cabin in the Woods. And uh, that is indeed our uh, cannabis character on this episode. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. As always, big thanks to our partners, including you. I, I consider the listener, the viewer, as a partner. And a great email from Randy uh, says, uh, we'll take your show every way we can get it. You have great radio skills, so bring it on, in reference to the fact that we didn't have a video for hour number one. And he also continues, when I saw Chris showcase Durban Poison, it reminded me of my lifelong desire to try it ever since hearing a reference to it in the Humble Pie song, 30 Days in the Hole. Are you listening, Santa? Maybe, Randy. Maybe. And that's in reference to our cannabis question uh, in which uh, you can uh, chime in on what is a rare cultivar you would like to see under the tree this year. Hit us up on uh, Twitter at the Cannabis 101, Facebook and Instagram, the Cannabis 101 podcast. And you can email me, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com, just like Randy did. Uh, I consider him a partner because he is a a very loyal listener and viewer, just like uh, Stonesmiths are a partner, uh, the OZ, uh, the Green Generation Company. Uh, By the way, check out uh, Stonesmiths at uh, stonesmith.ca. When you grab the slash, it's just four seconds to heat up and then you fire away. It also has three temperature settings as well. It is so cool. You can find it at uh, Green Rock Cannabis, as well as Uncle Ron's in Edmonton and Northern Light Supply. And uh, by the way, Green Rock Cannabis has something very cool uh, going on when it comes to uh, the Christmas season. They've got this concierge program. So let's say you have a cannabis fan on your Christmas list, but you're not sure what they want. Maybe you don't have a lot of experience. The concierge, uh, cannabis concierge program at Green Rock Cannabis will take care of that for you. You tell them, do you want flour? Do you want edibles? And if, if you don't know that, they'll put a good, together a great package for the cannabis fan in your life. So check it out. Uh, they're in uh, St. Albert and Lethbridge, uh, soon to be in Edmonton. So the Green Rock Cannabis Concierge Program, very, very cool. I, I really hope uh, somebody is uh, putting together a little cannabis concierge package uh, for me. One of my elves out there may be doing that. But yeah, if you have somebody on your list, check it out at uh, Green Rock Cannabis. What's that strain? Let's find out with Chris Ionson, Nova Cannabis Store Manager and Educator. Another episode of What's That Strain, as I bring in my good friend and the manager of Nova Cannabis, Jasper Av, Chris Ionson. Thanks for being patient, Chris, this week. It's been a tough one versus technology, but here we are and ready to go. Thank you very much. Yeah, Dean, no worries, buddy. Uh, Thanks for having me. 
Well, no problem. I'm, I am at least uh, uh, very excited about what we're doing today because... I love gold! And we have 24 karat gold, an Indica dominant hybrid, about 60-40 on uh, that scale of things. And this comes to us from Strainwreck, and that is the rec brand under MPX International. So tell us a little bit about these guys. Yeah, for sure, Dean. They uh, MPX International, uh, they're based out of Toronto and they started in 2015. Um, they're a multinational diversified and innovative cannabis company. Uh, they're currently in seven countries across four continents uh, on the globe. Uh, they're in US, Canada, Switzerland, South Africa, Malta, and Australia. And uh, they've got a big focus on high quality cannabis products. Um, recently, they became one of the largest vertically integrated multi-state operators in the US cannabis industry. Um, they're in five states, 12 retail locations. Uh, their retail locations, they've got uh, Bee Leaf, they've got Hollyweed, and uh, here in, in Canada, we're going to see uh, strain wreck stores coming uh, here to the Edmonton area in, in Alberta. That'll be cool to see. God, and awesome. uh, in, yeah, man, uh, it's exciting to see. Um, and uh, in, in June of 2018, MPX uh, acquired Canveda. And they were an existing uh, medical LP, uh, and it was uh, an $18 million acquisition. Uh, and this was to amp up their production. And, and from that Canvita location, uh, you know, we get the Strainwreck brand uh, to market. That's where they're, you know, growing this cannabis. And um, their their head office, uh, as I mentioned, is out of Toronto, but their their facility, the Canvita facility, is in Peterborough, Ontario. And uh, the company MPX International is is run by their CEO uh, W. Scott Boys. And uh, he's been with them since the start. That's very cool. So you mentioned Peterborough. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, the facility and, you know, what their, uh, I guess, their process is. Yeah, so it's a it's a 12,000 square foot facility. Uh, it's located on Technology Drive in hmm. Peterborough. So there's a, a whole bunch of other uh, kind of facilities uh, uh, in the industrial type area. Um, the expected annual output of, of dried cannabis is 12,000 kilograms. Uh, and they employ anywhere from 30 to 50 people at a time there. So uh, good for the community. Um, they've got another facility in Owen Sound uh, that is in the works, uh, but it's not it's not active yet. So uh, hopefully soon they get their licensing with that. And then they're, you know, two, two shops pumping out cannabis. Uh, so we're going to see some, some more options. Um, and all the strain rate cannabis is subject to Canadian GMP standards too. So um, good quality stuff there that's, that's coming out of their, their facilities. And uh, the kind of grow they have, it's a small batch, high quality grow. Um, they do uh, 240 medium sized plants per grow room. That's their, their cap. And, um, and each grow room is 700 square feet per room. And, and, and that's a limit. So uh, it's nice to see that I, I'm a big, big fan of uh, small batch growing, you know, versus uh, those big football fields uh, full of cannabis plants. As cool as that is to see, uh, I just appreciate the extra care that comes from small batch. Um, and they also do a, a longer flush on, on their plants too for a cleaner product. Uh, no pesticides are used. And uh, their cultivar selection, uh, they, they select their cultivars with terpene profiles in mind, uh, which I think is great uh, and very important. And uh, also, uh, you know, they've got a proper curing process uh, for ideal flavors and smoothness. Um, and then they hang dry their buds as well for superior quality. So they're doing a lot of a lot of the the right steps, uh, you know, to get that high quality bud. So it's nice to see. Yeah, indeed. Uh, you can check out the website at strainrec. 
uh, I have to say, I love their their color scheme. Uh, it's it's very cool. It actually reminds me a little bit, and and my wife Trish said this uh, reminds her a little bit of the the Harley Davidson logo with those kind of colors. Actually, it's very Ooh. cool that way. But I love the colors. I love their color scheme, uh, and and I, I'd imagine they're going to be building out their website as they go a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, for sure, Dean. Uh, you know. I was, I, always like to see a little bit more info on, on the websites there. Uh, so hopefully that'll come down the pipe. Uh, a cool thing about uh, their, their logo there with the, the big train. Uh, we actually, we've got a poster of it at my store and within that logo, uh, there is 13 hidden cannabis uh, items. So uh, I don't know if you can see there, there's a little uh, uh, beverage can, uh, there's a cookie, there's a doobie, a lighter, um, all kinds of like cannabis uh, items hidden mm. within that, that strain rec logo. Uh, so it's just kind of a, a, another fun thing. And actually there uh, on the, on the photo there, we've got that passport up too. Um, that's something strain rec is offering uh, to their uh, recreational uh, customers uh, that you can take it home and it's got all, all their different cultivars in there. And, uh, and you can kind of like keep, keep tabs on, on what you're smoking and what your thoughts are on it and kind of keep a little journal. So it's mm. uh, it's pretty cool to see them doing that. That is awesome. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the lineage, the parents, the story behind how we are getting this beautiful cultivar today. Kosher Kush, which I had recently, and I love the story behind that, and Tangi. So tell us a little bit about the lineage. Yeah, so uh, Kosher Kush, it's an OG Kush variant. Uh, it's uh, There's a little bit of history to it. It's, it's based on, I've heard a couple of stories on uh, a group of uh, Jewish kids out of L.A., uh, and they had this hybrid plant that they were um, smoking, running around, uh, and and they referred to it as as Jew Gold or JG, um, and and I, I believe that kind of that's where the kosher Kush kind of name came into it. Uh, it's also the first commercial cultivar to be blessed by a rabbi, uh, so that's uh, uh, pretty holy and blessed there. And uh, uh, it also won the the High Times Medical Cannabis Cup in 2010, 11, and 12. Uh, so kosher kush is 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 definitely it's a it's a hard hitting indica, uh, very uh, you know it's been awarded uh, a lot. Uh, worth worth checking out if you haven't tried it. Uh, and then tangy, uh, tangy is is one of my uh, go tos for for flavor. I love the taste of a tangy cultivar. And tangy is a, a California orange crossed with a skunk, and it is absolutely mouth watering uh, and very popular too. So uh, crossing those two. Uh, legendary cultivars to give us the 24 karat gold is is a really nice mix. Well, and there's a lot of things that uh, tie all through all you know the the two lineage and you know this uh, obviously cultivar is the breeders. Like this is uh, you know some of the best from your your uh, genetic idols. Yeah, yeah, my cannabis heroes. It's DNA genetics, uh, Don and Aaron, uh, just legends. Uh, these guys originated in California. Uh, moved their operations to Amsterdam and <clears throat> started up their own genetic seed bank. Um, and they've created uh, LA Confidential, uh, Chocolope, uh, Lemon Skunk. They've, they've just a, a number of legendary cultivars are were, are responsible for, you know, the DNA guys. Um, and it's Kosher Kush and Tangi. That's that's two of their most popular genetics crossed into one. Uh, so it's it's super awesome to see. And actually, I, I came across some information that MPX had actually imported over 100 seeds from DNA Genetics in, in 2019. Uh, so excellent choice uh, of breeders to partner with. Uh, I think uh, 
you know, if you if you want to partner up and you're looking for good genetics, why not go for go for the best? I mean, they're the the most awarded brand in in the cannabis industry. So, uh, uh, excellent choice. No doubt. Uh, and this uh, batch that I picked up uh, that that we had on the screen there is 22.4% THC. So uh, it's up there. And again, we said it's about a 60-40 uh, hybrid. But what's in a name? When, when, you, when you hear 24 carat, what do you think of? Yeah, I, there's there's a couple things, Dean. Uh, I mean, with with a, with a carrot, I, you know, uh, a carrot is a measure of purity in gold, uh, and when gold is being classified as 24 carat, uh, it means that it is 100% or pure gold, uh, not mixed with another metal. So uh, I feel like this this cultivar is named after you know that kind of purity, uh, the quality of the strain as well, and it's also quite the treasure. Um, I also find the the buds to be kind of have a golden uh, hue to them, and um, also, with, with all the research that I came across on 24K, uh, for, in terms of like max THC percentage, it was always 24% was, was the max. So um, maybe that had something to do with the name as well. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, that's I just love the backstories of this stuff. So when we get a look at it, as uh, as if you're watching, you can see on the screen again this cool little passport book. I think has some great information in there. Um, uh, the uh, the packaging. Uh, I don't think it's terribly uh, too big. I think it's a pretty good size. What do you think? Yes, I, I think it's a great size for a three point five. Um... Yeah, that, that's that's as big as I want to see a 3.5 package. Mm -hmm. um, I like that it you know, came with the seal. Um, no, uh, no, you know, Bovita humidicant pack inside, but uh, the stuff the stuff that I had was was pretty fresh and, and nice. Yeah, it was pretty good. I will admit that. I still think it uh, should be written into the Cannabis Act that every LP has to put humidity packs in yeah. there because it sure does make a difference. Uh, you know, just for people out there, I grab. I've got one of those raw stones. Um, you know, and you guys have something similar that, uh, that that you've used before as well. You soak them in water. If you have really dry bud, you put it in the jar for a little while, and it it brings it back to life. And and, and you use something similar with that too, Chris. Yeah, that's right. It's uh, it's called the Doobie Stone, <laughs> and it's it's called D E W B I E Doobie, and uh, yeah, you just add a little bit of water, put put them into your to your bag, and uh, just make sure to to not leave them in there for too long. Uh, that's uh, kind of an important important one. We tell everyone that uh, that picks one up at our store. Yeah, I didn't learn that lesson. I learned that lesson the hard way. But uh, as for the look of this, uh, when we get up close and personal, uh, good size buds. That's the first thing that stood out to me when I opened this up. I was really impressed with the size of them. Yeah, yeah, I got I got some big uh, big buds in in my my batch as well, Dean. Uh, I thought the trim job was it was pretty decent. I had a little bit of leaves on it uh, that maybe could have come off, but uh, overall uh, quite pleased with it. Um, Color-wise, you know, we got the two tones of green uh, and and kind of a really light brown, almost or orangey pistols, um, uh, kind of giving it that that gold goldish look, and 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 also excellent trichome coverage. It's it's dusty, um, so it's uh, yeah, really nice looking bud. Mm -hmm. I I totally agree. Um, and uh, the two, you know, th that's the one thing we we often see such dark uh, brown or orange pistols. It's interesting to see one with a little bit of a a lighter brown. So I did enjoy that. As for the smell, I gave it to Nosy McGee, and she got citrus right away. And uh, for those new viewers or listeners, Nosy McGee is my wife, Trish, who we always make uh, smell the cannabis and give us an unbiased, uh, without any information, uh, result of what she gets. 
I got a little bit of earthy with this too. And, um, you know, and, and, you know, everybody is, I guess, a little bit different with their smell too, but what sort of smells do you get? Uh, for me, Dean, I got, I got initially like a, a citrus fruity blast, um, and it kind of settled into, uh, like a, an earthy spicy, uh, aroma afterwards with, with a, a little bit of floral, uh, to it. There's, uh, some floral notes to it that I, I didn't get at first, uh, but uh, one of my staff members gave it a whiff and, and she kind of mentioned floral. And it's funny how that happens with, with smelling, where if you, you know, you're not quite sure what that, that smell is and you get someone else to, uh, to you know, get their nose on it or Nosy McGee, I, that's a, a great example too. Um, but yeah, and I think too, for the 24 karat gold, I, uh, I gave it a good smell after the grind. Uh, and I think that's something that that we should, you know, talk about a little bit more and and get our our listeners. You know, if you're looking to um, get a good smell of your cannabis, uh, you know, smell it beforehand in bud form, but also give it a give it a smell once you've ground it up and kind of uh, activated some things in the bud. There, uh, I always find the smells a little bit more potent uh, after the grind. Yeah, I think it just opens up. Um, I don't know if it opens up the terpenes more or just opens up some of whatever yeah. it is. Uh, uh, in in the plant, uh, it just opens up so much more of the smell. So uh, give it a whiff for sure, and then do it. Great, great advice after the grind. What about the terpene list on this one? Yeah, Dean. So the the dominant terpene is is caryophylline, your fave, and that's mm. that uh, black pepper kind of spicy terpene, uh, and it is it is uh, there in the smell for sure. Uh, humulene is next, and that's kind of a, a hops uh, flavor and aroma. And then uh, bisabolol is is the third dominant terpene, and that's kind of a, a creamy aroma. Uh, it can be a coffee as well. Uh, it's kind of a versatile uh, terpene, but the, it's an interesting mix there. Uh, we don't see those three together a lot. Yeah, it that is, and and you know you bring in the black pepper with the creamy coffee and the hops. It can uh, combine for a lot of really really cool smells and tastes and experiences as well. Speaking of that, what was your experience with this? enjoyable i i really uh enjoyed my 24k uh very uplifting uh it's a very positive cultivar i i find that uh, you know i any kind of negative thoughts that i had were kind of like just pushed aside or even made a little bit more positive for me um i find it to be milder head effects so not not too much going on up, up top there um uh which is, it can be a good thing um in, in terms of uh there wasn't a lot of like anxiety or paranoia that kind of came with it so it was just very chill in the head. I mean, there was some head effects, but it wasn't uh, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. uh, the main thing for me was body effects. Body effects, for sure. Uh, very soothing. Uh, my stiffness melted away. Um, I had a tough time getting off the couch uh, mm -hmm. quite a few times. Um, and uh, I, I also found kind of like a, a heightened sensory perception, like audio and, and visual stuff where it were um, – just a little, it felt a little bit heightened. Mm -hmm. I watched this uh, action action movie on Netflix, Ava. Uh, you know about a, a spy and uh, you know all the all the fight scenes and and stuff. I just really really got into it, uh, and it, it was it was enjoyable with the twenty four K. And and I also said, I, I found it to be um, a long lasting hygiene. Uh, as in, you know, normally I guess my routine, uh, I guess it depends on the cannabis I'm smoking, but uh, I'll usually have you know another joint if I'm having a session there. I'll, you know. 30, 40 minutes later, uh, not so much with the 24 karat uh, gold. I, I, you know, it was over an hour and I was still feeling great. I, I didn't feel the need to, to roll anything else up. So it was nice. 
All right. Well, as you tell me about the three W's, who, what, and where is this good for, uh, I got something uh, I'm getting going here. I got dueling volcanoes today. And, of course, I had to bring out the gold member, as this is the uh, 24 karat gold. So I'm going to get this fired up. And I'm going to get this fired up. And we'll have dueling bags, one from uh, the uh, 20th anniversary here, the uh, gold gold member, as we call it. And this here we have the uh, Supernova, of course, because I got this from you at Nova Cannabis using the click and collect method. And it looks like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, that one's done. It's like a race. Uh, yeah, gold member won the race. And, uh, I actually, I did have a viewer uh, that wanted to uh, see dueling bags. He wanted to see uh, me have a bag and you have a bag, but uh, because of uh, the times that we're in, um, I'm sorry, I get all the uh, bagged fun. So tell me uh, who, what, and where. All right, Dean. So uh, who this is good for? Uh, intermediate smokers and up. Uh, I'm going to say it's not the best for beginners due to the THC levels. Uh, and, I think and it's. I a would good... also say don't double bag it if you're a beginner. <laughs> yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, it's, I think it's a great cultivar. It's a stepping stone for someone looking to take the next step. Um, and I think due to the fact that, that it's a very chill head high and doesn't allow for a lot of paranoia to set in like it would on some sativa dom hybrids. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that uh, yeah. It's great stepping uh, stepping stone uh, for that next step. Um, what it's good for? Chilling out, uh, couch time, uh, being lazy too. Uh, I think if you've got you know a big list of things to do, uh, maybe wait until you finish the list to hit the twenty four karat gold. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually experienced that firsthand and uh, just had a real lazy day. Um, when it's good for Dean is later in the day. Uh, it's an evening cultivar for sure. Uh, really nice before bed. Uh, but I, I just starting it out. I did try it once uh, in the daytime, and I had a nap by uh, 10 a.m. Um, so it's just it's it's very relaxing. <laughs> Sorry, I was uh, a little bit too relaxed there uh, with the uh, the double bags going. <laughs> I'll, I'll try to concentrate more on the show, but uh, definitely I, I had this after a really long hard day uh, the other day, uh, getting be- uh, beaten TKO from technology. And it actually was super relaxing, man. I was, you know, I had a bath, I had some bath salts as well from latitude in there. So it was definitely uh, good for the end of the day. Chill. I love the, co- I watched an episode of the boys. Uh, I thought that's a pretty funny show. Although the episode that I watched, not exactly so funny, but still that has some good comic relief. So it- it's great for just kind of zoning out and watching something. I really enjoyed that. As for the taste test, what did you get? Uh, for me, it was citrus, uh, citrusy for sure, right off the hop, uh, sweet and sour, and uh, definitely like pepper on the on the exhale. Um, and it's it's funny we're kind of finding that a lot. You're getting two different flavors, you know that that initial uh, inhale and then the exhale uh, is a little bit different, and that's just the terpenes kind of uh, the terpene effect there, you know. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it. Uh, it was good though. It was very smooth smoke, Dean. Like I, you know, I, I found there was there wasn't a lot of like throat tickle or coughing. Uh, I I really enjoyed it, and actually after experiencing it and trying it, uh, you know, I was able to like people would come in and 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 to my store and and ask me for looking for a really nice relaxing tasty cultivar, and I would put them onto the twenty four karat gold. Uh, I've only had one person come back, 
uh, with like a review, but it was a super positive review. They were super uh, happy that uh, that I was able to hook them up with a recommendation. Well, so, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely tasty. Yeah, I get uh, uh, certainly I get this uh, real sweetness uh, off the hop, uh, and then um, you know I I love getting that peppery taste but the sweetness really stood out for me the first time i uh tried it now it's interesting i had it in a joint and i had it in the in the uh obviously the double bags and uh the sweetness was uh, a lot more uh in there from the the vape obviously so i i definitely love uh that taste and i love this the story i love the name i love it uh I love gold. I don't know what to tell you. Um, okay, what I do want to tell our uh, our listeners and our viewers, very, very important. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We're trying to get ahead of COVID-19. Now is the time to be using Click and Collect. Uh, you get there, you order it through the Leafly site. By the time you get to the store, you're just clicking, grabbing your stuff, and you're going. It's so much safer for the consumers, and it's a lot safer and easier for you guys as well, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Well said, Dean. It, it truly is. Uh, you know, we're definitely trying to limit our time, people's time in the stores. Uh, we want to have quick interactions. Uh, and also, too, with our, our capacities changed as well uh, with these new restrictions where, uh, you know, we can't have too many people in the store. So, um, yeah, we're trying to do things quicker so you can shop our menu from home uh, and kind of make your picks, place the order. Uh, the staff at the stores are going to get your order. They're going to let you know when it's ready. And then you come on down to the store, uh, do a quick payment and you're, you're out the door. So, uh, it's definitely beneficial with the, these times that we're living in. No doubt. All right. This has been 24 karat gold and indica dominant hybrid about 60, 40 from strain wreck. Uh, and man, this is delicious. Thanks so much, Chris, for this and our continuing of the 12 cultivars of Christmas that come out right up until December 24th. And also thank you very much to you and Nova Cannabis uh, for the wicked prize pack that you guys have donated. I know that's going to make somebody happy uh, when they win that. Thanks so much, man. We'll talk next week. Yeah, for sure, Dean. Thanks for having me. Cannabis 101 Podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. And that's going to wrap things up for us. I uh, hope you enjoyed uh, watching. If you did, if you're listening, you can check out the show in video format on our YouTube channel as well as streaming on our social media feeds. And if you did like the show, please, please subscribe. Leave us a note. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, let it, Give us a review. I would love to hear from people about uh, certainly what they think of the program. And you can get the latest on the Cannabis 101 podcast by subscribing to the Weed Weekly. And that comes out every Friday in your inbox. Just head to the Cannabis101podcast.ca, click on subscribe, and you're in the mix for the Weed Weekly a recap of the show, some fun facts, and we have a giveaway every Friday. And while you're at the website, check out the 12 cultivars of Christmas. Chris Ionson and I, uh, our educator from Nova Cannabis, each did 12 cultivars. It runs until December 24th. Full contest details and all the cultivars so far listed at the 12 cultivars of Christmas, which can be found at the website and also check out podcast alley if you're looking for other shows that i might have on the go have some sports shows for sure we're back at it on monday with a new episode david wiley from the oz will join me as will malcolm labelle from the green generation co we'll have weed word of the day the cannabis question 
and much, much more on the go this Wednesday. Big thanks again to our partners, particularly Stonesmiths. These two guys are pretty fun too as well to hang out with, but check them out at stonesmith.ca. And if you'd like to become a partner or if you think you'd make a great guest of the program, hit me up with an email, cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. As always, we leave you with the marijuana song from the artist My Dead Dog. Individual segments will start coming out uh, after this episode. Have a great weekend, everybody. And remember, it's not just about getting high. It's about getting healthy. Have a great weekend, everybody. Safe and responsibly use your cannabis.